Here's a story that I know. Not everybody signals to automatic doors the same. You'd think that automatic doors would just sort of react to all bodies the same, to every mass the same, because it's a robot. Hypothetically speaking, all human beings are the same sort of thing to a robot of that kind. Hypothetically, because, I mean, sensibly, it makes perfect sense to say that because what it supposedly it's it's at least automatic doors their robots are designed to do is to detect when some moving thing is coming toward them and turn on and open the door simple right okay if you sit and you watch for a little while you and uh, uh, those automatic doors and just observe how they work they don't open at the same speed to everybody. You might think it's just sort of in intermittent and random based on the, the, the facts of randomness. Like, you know, it's just a random selection of times that maybe the probe, the, the software in it reacts just a little bit differently than last time. That That's a, that's a reasonable explanation. However, here's the thing. <laughs> A piece of anecdotal evidence and therefore completely useless to talk about this in a more eerie way. I have a long history with more than one, with in fact all automatic doors I've ever walked through, a long history of failing to, to signal to them until the last second. When I was a little kid, it seems to work, but Recently, it doesn't work for my the last like ten years. The door will open, but I've I've practically run into a lot of them. Some people might think maybe I'm going too fast. I don't go too fast. I don't run. I never move fast. I find that it uh, it's a really good way of tiring yourself out and getting sweaty. So I don't move fast. Period. And so something funny is going on and, and I, I can't imagine what it is and I know that it's a product of my imagination that's that's really the fact of the matter is that nothing's happening I'm just noticing the strange circumstances and creating a pattern that isn't there fine I think that that's a fun way of living frankly it is something though that sort of speaks to an experience that I have a lot of my life I'm real worried about people running into me, and then the reason I'm worried about it is because I, I don't know what it is, but there's something about the way that I conduct myself that makes it so that if I'm wandering around a crowd, around a crowd I seem to uh, attract very little attention, or I thought, think that I do, I'm, I'm sure that I'm wrong. Um, if I'm wandering around outside, then people don't see me there ever it's it's or if I'm sitting still there's been times when I like been sitting in uh, my family's great room on the couch which is the same room as the dining room in the kitchen and the living room and I'm sitting on the couch in the living room and they're all one room and there's big windows everywhere so there's a lot of light 
but the overheads are not on, so it's maybe a little bit shady, and I'm sitting there, and I'm watching people wander around with confused looks on their faces, and I, and, and I don't talk to them because they don't talk to me, they don't seem to notice me, I'm just sitting there, I'm not hiding. And after a little while of watching these people wander around, eventually, one of them, I hear one of them shouting to one of my parents, Where's Oliver? I've been sitting there for like 10 minutes and it happens. It's strange. The world is going through something odd at the moment and I have lots of thoughts about it, but one of the ones that I'm interested in at this exact second is all of a sudden everyone is hyper aware of everybody else and respectful of their personal space. It's, it's, it's a depressing reason that all of a sudden one of my favorite things is happening everywhere. I don't find that I, it's very comfortable being alive sometimes. Because it, I'm, it's, it, people seem so caught up in their own headspace that they don't notice that there are other people around ever. And now everybody is noticing that everybody is around all the time and giving each other a respectful distance between each other. I have been noticed more times today than than I feel like I was in the entire part of my life. As long as I can remember according to this particular recording right now. That's an exaggeration. And it's grammatically useless. It doesn't even make sense as a statement. But it's kind of a cool situation because I'm standing around and walking around and all of a sudden it's up to me, which I'm not going to do this because I know it would make people uncomfortable. But if there's a holdover about this sort of like people's personal bubbles are all are all of a sudden 12, there's, there's they have a diameter of 12 feet with the radius of six feet starting on them and going in a circle all around them. All of a sudden everybody has this personal bubble of 12 feet, which is kind of a cool thing for someone like me because all of a sudden I get to have my space and I, it's up to me if I want to run up and give someone a hug or something. It's a depressing reason to all of a sudden have that. But it's kind of a, I don't know, it's, it's an interesting implication about the, the direction the world might be going all of a sudden. People are very respectful of each other. It's kind of a shame that everybody's respectful of each other because they're worried about the plague. Everyone's respectful of each other. Respect is good. It's little used, and it's nice to see it. I am currently reading, as since I finished Harry Potter, I'm reading a book called The World Un A World Undone by G.J. Meyer. It's a, a, an overview of World War One. Really cool book. It's a a book about a clash of values as well. Some cataclysmic event landed on the world all at the same time and changed how people thought. I had a literature class once where we talked about pre-World War One and post-World War One writing. Just even even writers who were writing, you know, lived through it and wrote before and after. And and they, there's this dramatic paradigm shift in the way that these people thought before and after that global event. We are experiencing a global event and it is a fascinating thing to sit around and kind of like 
wonder which cultural things will change and which will stay the same. Because one thing that you can say about social distance, right, with, with an enforcement of social distance, it creates a distinct sense of nostalgia and a dis desire for company. I think that we probably, it's entirely possible that a lot of us didn't really appreciate what we had. And now we're in a position to really remember it and look at what it is to be in a community. Um, and appreciate it from a distance. Which is one of the best ways of really figuring out how you feel about something. So that when you get it back, you know what to do with it. Yeah. Read history, guys. It's a good thing to do.